2023, how would you describe it? From great achievements to unforeseen challenges, we're here to reflect, reminisce, maybe even share a laugh or two on our year in review episode. Our guests today are, well, us. Madison Zupa, our Deputy City Clerk, and myself, Tessa Vecchio, Corporate Communications Officer. Join us as we reflect on the journey through the highs, lows, twists, and turns of the past 365 days. Grab your coffee or favorite beverage, settle into your cozy listening spot, and join us as we unpack the roller coaster ride that was 2023. This conversation is part of the City of Sault Ste. Marie's podcast, where we discuss exciting initiatives the city is offering and get to know some of the city's staff that are working hard to make our community a wonderful place to live, work, and play. I am Tessa, and this is Where You Belong. Okay, so this is weird, (laughs) turning the microphone on us. I don't need to officially welcome you, but I guess I should welcome you to 2024. Well, thank you very much, Tessa. It is a little weird to have the tables turned and have us as the guests. So, but I'm really looking forward to our chat today and looking back at at 2023 and to talk about what's next for 2024. 2023 was such a full year since we began this podcast. And what better way to mark our anniversary than to look back at the past year? We need to celebrate our successes and reflect on some of the challenges we faced. So in true Where You Belong podcast fashion, we're going to start with a few questions to let our listeners get to know you. We've never actually answered these questions ourselves. (laughs) So the first question I have for you is tell me about your role and why you love doing what you do. Oh my goodness. So... As the corporate communications officer, I provide professional communication services, I guess, to the corporation. I help implement our corporate communication strategies, and this includes the managing of internal and external communications. I try as best as possible to promote like a positive image for our community. And as a spokesperson for the corporation, that's such a huge responsibility for me and one that I feel so privileged that I get to hold. I get to work with our local media partners and you'll always find me writing in my office or on social media. I love sort of keeping up with the latest trends and developments and just really working with the community. I love the public relations aspect of my job and I really, really appreciate uh, having the opportunity to meet with the community. So now Madison, it's your turn to tell me about your role and why you love doing what you do. Well, thanks Tessa. I'm currently the deputy city clerk But I started my career in engineering. I've worked for the city actually almost for 15 years on January 6th. I've finished 15 years with the city. And I've worked in a number of different offices. But right now as the deputy city clerk, it's a very exciting office uh, for me. First, right off the top, elections, like oh my, my favorite gosh. thing. We're not in it an election cycle. It's our favorite thing, though. <laughs> you know what? It's honestly one of the like 
elections are uh, oh, really fun so and fun. exciting. Uh, so that's the number one thing that like first off the top of my head. But certainly we offer a lot of services in our office, marriage licenses, burial permits, those type of statutory functions. We do, you know, commissioning of affidavits and those types of things. It's really great to be part of an of a division that really plays a role with all of the areas in the corporation. But I love working for the city, like deep down for sure. in my Me heart. <laughs> and it's such a, it. a pleasure to be able to uh, provide services and make the community a better place to live. Like I really love Sault Ste. Marie and I want it to be uh, a better community than I, than I found it. So I really do truly love working for the government. I love interacting with people. I love being able to help them find a solution to their problem. I love to be able to talk to people when they're about to get married. There's so much joy and happiness. Uh, so there's a lot of different functions that we do in our office, but really down in my heart of hearts, it's really about making the community a better place to live. I think we'll find that answer from a lot of staff within the organization as well. We truly are public servants and we do this because we genuinely love it and we genuinely are all playing on the same team. We want to see what's best for our community. We believe in it and we try to spread these little pockets of positivity wherever we can go and I think that's really important that our staff reflect that uh, in our community. So I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, no, and I look forward to the next 15 years feeling the same way and bringing that same uh, energy and uh, passion to uh, whatever work I end up doing. So next mm-hmm. we have <laughs> our rapid fire questions. Okay, okay. Are you ready for them? What are you reading? Well, you come me at a really good time because over the Christmas holidays or those few days that we had off, I was able to actually read for pleasure, which is so strange for me. Usually I'm reading, you know, journals or reports or some type of scholarly trend that's happening in communications. But like any given January, (laughs) this leads to a lot of self-help reading books. I'm into right now Forgiving What You Can't Forget, 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. It's actually my second time reading that one because I love it so much. The Pivot Year and the Mountain is You. So as you can tell, I usually have about six or seven books on the go at one point in time because I do love reading so much and I love actual books. Uh, You know how people sometimes get caught up in the whole Kindle technology or online reading things. No, I love the feel of the book. I love the smell of the book. I love the feel of the paper. I get so excited. I have stacks of books always around me and I could just live amongst books and be super happy. And what are you reading now? (laughs) Okay, so I have to admit... I don't read physical books very often. Uh, I am very much an audiobook listener, so I often take that in uh, listening when I can on my drive to work or late at night when I'm just having a, a chance to relax. But we did, in 2023, have a corporate book club where we ended up getting three or four different books that we actually read through. Uh, And the most recent one that I went through was Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy. And it's not something I would have typically picked up, but a colleague recommended it. And it was really interesting. It talks a lot about making your environment conducive to the goals that you want and setting yourself up for success with the physical environment, among a number of other things. But it was really interesting. It's something that I, I wouldn't have gravitated to, but I'm glad I read it. So speaking of listening to things, what are you listening to? Oh my gosh. 
it's probably no surprise that I'm a huge fan of pop music. So definitely anything Britney Spears related. Taylor Swift right now, my... I also love anything 80s, of course, especially those big hair rock bands. I really, really enjoy getting nostalgic and listening to any 80s music and pop music. So that kind of encapsulates what my list would look like right now. And what are you listening to? My playlist is confused. It's all children's <laughs> music with, you know, random things. But I actually listen to a lot of podcasts myself. So, I mean, I enjoy listening to music. I do that often. But right now I'm really into Trevor Noah's uh, new podcast, What Now with Trevor Noah. Mm. And I would recommend anyone checking it out. Some really great interviews on there. And uh, it's something that I'm you know, waiting for the next episode to come out. So I know, I listen to a number of other podcasts like Smartless uh, or Armchair Experts. So those are the, the ones that I'm catching weekly episodes. So that's what I'm listening to. I just wrote those down. So <laughs> check them out. <laughs> uh, so finally, last rapid fire question. What are you watching? Usually nothing because I spend all day on a screen. So the last thing I ever want to do is watch a screen after work. But again, because we just had a few days off, I was able to watch some mindless television, which I love all things reality TV. (laughs) So something like the Kardashians or even daytime soap operas and get caught up in other people's problems for about an hour or so. So the young and the restless getting caught up on those episodes, but definitely Anything mindless is really therapeutic for me, especially after a long day on a screen. And what are you watching? Well, because over the holidays, my kids wanted to watch a lot of, you know, holiday themed movies. We watched the cartoon version of The Grinch, I think like 10 times, (laughs) but I really enjoy it. So it was okay. We watch a lot of Bluey with the kids and it's a very smart television program for both kids and parents to enjoy together. But what's next, I think, is Andor. I've, I've been wanting Ooh. to really watch that. And even one of our guests from earlier in the year, yes. Lauren Perry, was talking about Ted Lasso. And that's something I really oh gosh, want to watch. So, so yes. I haven't been able to, but it's on my list for sure. So we can't start our year in review podcast without first reflecting on the actual launch of our city's first podcast exactly one year ago this month. Studio 99 launched Where You Belong. And we're here today with our banner up that has the title of our podcast on it with our city branding. Our first episode was related to Bon Sue and where we invited Josh Ingram, the city's area coordinator of special events and sports tourism to join us and talk about how they're rebranding and how they're bringing, you know, new elements to Bon Sue and keeping some of those traditional elements and how fitting that we're coming back into Bon Sue season <laughs> to, uh, to remind ourselves of that. But it really started one day where... I walked across the hall and said, hey, Tessa, let's go to the store and buy a microphone and maybe we can get this thing going. And it kind of happened organically. We had uh, listened to some other municipalities podcasts, you know, shout out to the city of Welland, Kingston, Guelph for giving us some inspiration for what we're doing. I know that the town of Ajax is now launching their own podcast. So it's really a great medium Uh, for us to catch a different audience. So it really just happened one day. And I know we were both super excited about getting it off the ground. And uh, here we are one year later, still going with some great new guests lined up for, for 2024. So I don't know if you had anything else you want to add. 
Yeah, I do. Like, I remember us discussing it and like ways to connect with our citizens, those that might prefer to listen, like you were saying, rather than read about their municipality. So you definitely had this excellent idea of starting a podcast. And of course, I was so interested and jumped right on that. It was a Boxing Day special. We picked up a microphone and here we are. So it really was an organic way that we started this podcast. And I think looking back on our year, it's been really successful as our first go at it. So I'm really, I'm really proud of us. And I'm really excited to see where the future of our little podcast that could takes us. Yeah. And over 2023, we had a great lineup of speakers. Bonsu is really one of my favorite episodes. It launches. I love Bonsu. I know you do. Uh, every time we're at council for, for that, I always wear my red sweater <laughs> and, you know, we take our family out every year. And it's something that makes me really excited. That was really one of my favorite episodes. But what was some of your favorite episodes in 2023? Oh my gosh. I loved chatting with Rick Borian about our marinas and that whole process of how we actually open our marinas and the things that are involved in that and what we actually have in terms of marinas facilities. I learned so much. We talked traffic with Dan Perry and the launch of our online traffic reporting, which was amazing. We saw some really interesting trends this year in that area in terms of really making some positive change for traffic and uh, traffic related concerns. So that was really special to me. The International Women's Day episode with Councillor Caputo and Councillor Vazo Allen, that was really special just because we were able to hit on some of those unique, unique points for women's issues in general. And it was kind of emotional for me. So I really appreciated that discussion. And what were some of your favorites? I definitely want to echo the International Women's Day episode. It, it was really special and it was nice to sit down with a group of us and walk through our local history and how women have become more involved in politics and representatives in our community. So that one was definitely one of the ones I'll remember uh, the most. I, obviously, I've already talked about Bonsu <laughs> and how much I love that one. But it was great to sit down with Virginia McLeod uh, regarding Municipal Heritage Week. It's something that I didn't really know a lot about. So it was really great to get some more information and find out some of our historical features uh, across the community. You know, talking to Spencer Laverne about waste management, I used to work in waste management with Public Works. So I really connected with that episode because I, I understood a lot of the information and it's so important to try to get a lot of toxins out of the environment. So bringing things to the Household Hazardous Waste Depot and all of that. And we look forward to it opening back up in the spring. And so that one was, was really great. And learning about emergency preparedness with Lauren Perry, and also, like, the budget with Steve Facey. Oh, my gosh. That one was so yeah. good. Yeah. He was really able to break down the budget and, you know, the finance. And sometimes I just don't totally get. And he was able to break yes. it down for me in a way that I could really understand. So we really had some special guests over the year. It was really great to hear all of their expertise and to hear what they, they bring to the community and bring to the corporation. One of the reasons that I really wanted to do this was to get to know staff a little better. Mm. A lot of the time you see our initiatives, you see our events, but you don't always see the people behind the scenes. And I really wanted people to understand and get to know staff, what their interests are, who they are as people. And that was really one of the key goals. And I think we've been able to share our stories, to share you know, what we're interested in throughout the, the course of the year. And I look forward to getting to know so many more staff through this, this podcast. So it's been really great to reach out to people and get to know them a little better and to get to know why they love working for the city of Sault Ste. Marie. 
It was important to us to offer rich content into our current issues, our initiatives and the decisions that are shaping our community. And it's shaping it into a place where we will all want to belong. It's where we belong. Definitely. As the media landscapes has evolved, it's important to receive engaging content and be informed on current events in new ways. And I look at the stats for the podcast and we're reaching more people and it's growing and growing every episode. So it's something that we really want to continue and get more people listening. Let's look at some of the highlights of 2023 from the municipality's perspective. The most obvious is that 2023 represented the first full year of our new mayor and council. And that was so exciting to see, you know, what they have in their vision and how they want to shape our community. And it's, it's unfolding as we speak. Aside from that, we had many community infrastructure developments. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yes, this was definitely an exciting year for infrastructure in our community. You could remember back in uh, February, I believe it was, the launch of our new Twin Pad Arena, the Northern Community Center in the West End. So this is a super state-of-the-art facility. It has a walking track. It has our city's first ever electric Zamboni, which was so exciting. Two NHL-sized rinks. There's seating for over 700 spectators on one end of the arena and over 200 spectators on the other. There's 10 change rooms. There's a bunch of public meeting spaces. This place is beautiful. So it's really interesting to see how that specific building has evolved. I completely agree. That's been such a highlight of 2023. I play hockey there. I see all of the beautiful spaces that are in that building. My dad goes and walks the track. Uh, and, and it's just been a, a great addition to the West End of our community. Definitely. It uh, truly embodies what a community facility and a community center should look like. We can't talk about 2023 without talking about the opening of our Sioux Market. The Sioux Market Farmer's Market at its new downtown location on Brock Street This market has been such a cherished staple in our community, offering so many products. Uh, And we saw this especially over the Christmas holidays, the hub of activities and the central gathering place for our community. So the Sioux Market itself really does house a lot of those local artisans, farmers, craftspersons, and it really helps enhance the whole downtown atmosphere. Again, as I said, we can't talk about the market without the plaza. So wow, what a vibrant space that has turned into be with the ice rink and the village stage. I think it was really positive, especially over the last few weeks since we've had a really unusual winter and weather that we were able to actually operate a skating rink. Over the holidays, the rink has been jammed. Like every time I go by there, I see people skating and uh, it's just been a, a really great addition to the downtown. We've already hosted so many talented student choirs. We've shown movies. We've hosted Greyhound fan zones. It really is this like vocal point for celebrations, festivals, cultural experiences So we're really looking forward to some of the programming highlights that will come out of that particular space. So a really great infrastructure initiative for our community. We expanded a portion of our boardwalk this year over the Bondar Marina with the boardwalk promenade. So that added to the already robust hub trail that we have. We began construction on the West End Splash Pad at the Manzo Park 
And our Rosedale Park received, you know, over $200,000 in playground investments with major support from the Kiwanis Club of Lakeshore. And I think just in our community in general, we have some really, really great spaces that we could celebrate as a community in 2023. Although, you know, there are challenges and there are things that we have to overcome as a community, I think in general, it was a really great year for us. No, that's amazing. It's a good summary of some of the infrastructure projects that we've taken on as a community and providing benefits to the people of Sault Ste. Marie. Moving into some of the initiatives that we have, not, you know, that hard infrastructure, but more of some of the the programs that we offer. I know in the clerk's office, one of the things that came forward was the Halloween Spirit Awards, which we launched this year. And there are some houses out there that go for it. Like when we saw the pictures, uh, they had some amazing displays. There are people out in our community who love Halloween. uh, And it really uh, was exciting to see some of those come in. And we look forward to continuing that initiative next year. What are some of the other initiatives that you want to talk about? Yeah, definitely the Halloween Spirit Awards were a highlight for me. I am a true Halloween super fan. I think I like Halloween more than Christmas in some respects. I know that's probably a controversial thing to say, but these houses were spectacular and I really appreciated that initiative. For us as a corporation, I think we could say that transit really had a year. They had their summer bus initiatives where you could take the bus to Point Shane Beach. We had the Best for Kids program again where there was free transit that was provided to some of the city's uh, family attractions like the pump track and the skateboard park and the splash pad and the man's own Greco pools. That was free transit for those that indicated to the driver that they were heading to those sites. We also had the adventure bus this year that traveled on weekends twice a day to Hiawatha to explore all of the trails there. And that one was approved to continue on. Yes. So uh, we saw that at budget. So the adventure bus is going to continue. So that's yes, good news. Yes, very exciting. And then in terms of technology for transit, we definitely came into a modern century here with the launch of smart card and mobile app technology. We modernized the way that passengers could access transit services with contactless fare payment. We became the first transit authority in Canada to actually make our entire bus system accessible with blind square technology, and it uses an accessible navigation and wayfinding system with GPS technology that actually estimates your proximity of the bus stop and it predicts the arrival times and the audible identification of bus stops, which is incredible for anyone using transit. And what a year it was for a mountain bike trail system. We had over 30 kilometers of new trail added to an already world-class system. Tourism Sault Ste. Marie, with the support of the province of Ontario and the government of Canada, had an over $2 million investment to expand our local bike trails, which is a very bold approach to attracting visitors and those that are new to our community. And I think it also helps in promoting this healthier, sustainable lifestyle that our city really boasts well. And as a result, I think we're going to see some more year-round mountain biking and fat biking throughout the trail system, which is really great. 
and uh, it will also enhance some of those sidewalks and multi-use paths along the John Roswell Hub Trail. So a really, really interesting initiatives that went underway in 2023. Well, and that is a good segue into the next section, speaking of events, because our trail system in Hiawatha Highlands was an award-winning trail system this year through the Community Development Award. Sioux Finnish Nordic Ski Club with Hiawatha Highlands, Kinsman Club of Sioux St. Marie, Sioux Cycling Club, and the Voyager Trail Association jointly were awarded the Community Development Award for this trail system. The trail system caters to all levels from beginner to advanced, and it provides, like you're saying, that physical activity and recreation opportunity in a beautiful natural setting. It's an exceptional trail system. So if you want to check it out there's opportunities to to do that and uh, it's just going to keep getting better so it was a, a good segue but that award ceremony was one thing that we did this year where we had a number of city awards that were celebrated throughout the year and uh, with suggestions from a number of parties we decided to bring it all together and have a bigger celebration of all of the successful people in, in our community. The Sports Hall of Fame Award went to two different people this year. We had Marty Dimma for his achievements in arm wrestling and Jesse Jackamet for his achievements in cycling. And we look forward to getting more people recognized as we go forward. If you have someone in mind that you want to have recognized, please let us know when those Uh, nominations come out in the spring and we'll uh, be looking forward to our second annual uh, event ceremony in September next year. So that was just one example of an event that we held and that was a a corporate event. Can you tell us uh, about a few more, Tessa? Yes, we had so many events in our community this past year. We hosted our first free family Halloween movie night at the Pavilion and we showed the movie Goosebumps on Friday the 13th, of course. It was so well received. There were over, I would say, 500 people there. It was so busy and so fun. There were some magnificent, like, light up yes, wands, too. I think yes, that were donated. The glow wands that were donated by PUC. We had popcorn and treats. It was just such a magical night. It was so much fun. We also had a tree lighting ceremony, which was also another magical night, speaking of that. But we also had our first ever menorah lighting. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yes, that was so special uh, to celebrate that with our Jewish community. It was such a beautiful celebration and it was so well received with our community. And we are definitely looking forward to doing that again next year. And super exciting for 2023, we had the Stanley Cup actually come to our GFL Memorial Garden. So the super talented Michael Amadio from the Vegas Golden Knights brought the Stanley Cup to Sault Ste. Marie. That was such a cool day for us. He chose to offer that to the community. So that was really special for us and for us to be able to celebrate him in that way. We had our Canada Day celebrations after a few... So great to bring it back. (laughs) Yeah, we had a bit of a hiatus there in terms of COVID, but definitely brought back our traditional Canada Day festivities with fireworks and entertainment down at the Bondar Pavilion. So that was great. My kids enjoyed those cupcakes. They look forward to them. Oh my gosh, yes. Can't wait for next year. So fun. The cupcakes are definitely my favorite part. 
and we even had our first Oktoberfest down at the pavilion. So a lot of really interesting events took place and I definitely look forward to the new year and seeing what other events will come out of 2024. For sure. No, that's a good summary of some of the exciting things that happened in our community. Absolutely. It's it's going to be a great year. Uh, there's going to be a lot of new infrastructure projects, a lot of new, like even road reconstruction and, and those types of things. One of the things that I am really excited about is the launch of a new strategic plan. So in 2023, we did have some conversations about it. Staff were engaged, council were engaged, and we started developing ideas for a brand new strategic plan. And we're looking forward to seeing what the new vision and the new mission will be for the corporation and how staff can implement. And I, I look at the strategic plan as sort of our compass, right? Mm-hmm. Where, how do we point north? How do we move things t- forward and, you know, fulfill that strategic vision? And it's really great that, you know, council will provide us some insights on on what they'd like to see happen and staff can try to get that done in 2024. So it's something that I'm really excited about. Uh, strategic planning is something that is, is my jam. Yes. <laughs> um we also have a transition to a new CAO. Malcolm White, our current CAO, will be retiring at the end of January, and he's had such an incredible career. And we are going to wish him well in his yes. retirement. We will miss him greatly. End of an era. End of an era. But we will look to a, a successful transition to a new CAO. So that comes with a lot of excitement. Yes. Uh, the Civic Center construction. So we've had some really uh, great interior remodeling in the lobby space and, and it's made it more functional. Uh, and we're working on the completion of some exterior work and we anticipate an exterior elevator to help make the building uh, more accessible. So uh, stay tuned for that. I don't have a specific timeline, <laughs> but uh, we do anticipate the completion of that in 2024. There's a lot of other really cool things that are going to be happening like the Manzo Park splash pad and we are currently undergoing a waterfront uh, design plan so there's a lot of engagement activities that are happening right now around waterfront uh, design plan but one thing from the clerk's office and corporate (laughs) communications I think that we're super excited about as well is our new website so Tessa tell us how you feel about the new website oh my gosh well I'm not gonna disclose any secrets at this point No, but we are so looking forward to a new website design. That is something that will be our primary project for 2024. Just looking at the corporation in a way that's functional to our community and to the end user. So really treating our website as a customer service tool. So you know, for example, if you're a parent looking for a pool schedule, you'll be able to find that quite easily on the website versus scrolling through different files now and getting kind of deep into the uh, the whole heart of the, the website. We're really looking forward to kind of streamlining that process, making things easier for people to find, and just making it look beautiful and really Uh, responsive and really reflective of where we are in our history as a community in terms of branding, in terms of the look and feel and the voice that we use. I am so excited about this project. I cannot wait to get started. And we did hire a local 
website contractor to help us with this transition. So we're really looking forward to working with them. A website of this nature should be really responsive and should be nimble and should be accessible to as many people as possible. So I'm really looking forward to making that happen. No, it's going to be a great new fresh look for for the city of Sault Ste. Marie. And even just things like things to look forward to. We have a few neighborhood park upgrades that are coming up in 2024. Mm. So, And we also have some plaza programming and other initiatives and events that will be really interesting. We just saw that uh, Councillor Caputo had proposed a ball drop on New yes. Year's Eve for the downtown plaza. So we'll see where that goes, but uh, that will be coming up uh, on council on January 8th. Yeah, some exciting initiatives and events that are going to be make a positive impact on our community. It's, it's not to say that 2023 wasn't challenging. For sure. So for me, it's, you know, moving moving from some of those challenges and celebrating our successes and looking at 2024 with a fresh start. We're going to have a new CAO and a new strategic plan. And, and it's just a really exciting time for change. And I know this change can be challenging sometimes for people, but I look at it as an exciting opportunity for us to do some great things. So... Do you have any advice for the new year? Yeah, I think it's a really great time to be part of our community. And I know it sounds like we're biased, obviously, because we work here and we live and breathe this stuff. But, you know, you've been here for 15 years. I've been with the city for about six years now. And I could say that in my time here, I have never felt so optimistic. There's so much good going on. And we just need to, like you said, kind of continue to create that positivity within our community, keep spreading love and kindness, it really will go a long way. And, you know, volunteering and showing compassion for our community, I think that's really important. There's so many things that we could get caught up in that are really negative or that we're unhappy with. But overall, if we look at the general big picture of our community, it truly is thriving. And it's a really great place to to be. No, that's great advice for everyone. I think being kind to one another, and I always walk down the street and I smile at people yeah. and I wave at people, <laughs> and just showing that we are a friendly community and we have lots to offer. So thank you for that. That's that's very inspiring. Yes, let's commit to spreading some positivity this year. Yes, that sounds <laughs> like a great plan. So we do have a very special guest coming up for our next podcast. So I'm going to keep that as a cliffhanger. I can't wait. Uh, But I want to thank you for this conversation today. It was really great. It felt very, it just felt very smooth. And, you know, just (laughs) So I look forward to continuing the podcast with you, Tessa, over 2024. And we, like we said, we'll have a great lineup for, for 2024, but a very unique episode coming up for the end of January. So stay tuned for that. And thank you so much. Thank you. Where You Belong is produced by the City Clerk's Office. Make sure you check back next month for our next episode. If you are looking for more information, head to our website at suesaintmarie.ca slash podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you have a topic for future episodes, email podcast at citysm.on.ca. Until next time.